Hello and good morning. People like me, that is, people of a certain age, may remember well the good old days when things did not change so fast or so furiously. News came in, took some time and then faded away, to be replaced with some other news that again took some time to develop or evolve before their significance may become apparent or they become irrelevant and easily forgotten. Not so nowadays. We hardly finished with the Afghanistan foreign military presence when Mr. Putin decided to showcase his country's military prowess by parading his massive and intimidating hardware to the world conducting awesome military exercises and even involving his client neighbor Belarusia. And all the time parodying his mantra that he is not planning to invade his neighbor Ukraine and its people, who are in fact kith and kin to his own people, the Russians. Of course, nobody believed him. And he did not appreciate that the world had changed so much that all his movements were easily monitored from outer space with nothing that can be hidden and any information provided is meticulously analyzed by experts in every field. No doubt he also has his experts and they must have known what the experts on the other side knew but they would not have dared to tell Putin the truth. Moreover as the classical, well-known mantra, the generals always tend to f fall into the trap of fighting the so-called last war. So, they lined up their tanks and their armored vehicles, just like it used to be in World War II, thinking of the famed German Blitzkrieg with their fast and agile tanks devastatingly surrounding their target and eliminating too quickly the enemy's ability to block such an advance. However, with satellite monitoring, exchange of intelligence and fast co coordination, any battle scene or potential military movements are easily followed nowadays and assessed. Moreover, these cumbersome machinery proved no match to handheld anti-tank guns and flexible marauding of battle lines disrupting any such heavy formations. Be as it may, I do not wish to pretend to be a military expert. But, like all of you, my dear listeners, it's easy to pretend, no, rather to assert, that we are all suffering from the shortages, the rise in cost of living, and of course, being extremely conscious of the need to minimize our fuel consumption, whether in our cars or in our homes. In this respect, that I find myself starting with the introductory piece on the war in Ukraine. This war, not even weeks since it started, and we are already suffering from these whammies of rise in wheat prices, gas and petrol and fertilizers, vital metals 
such as the important lithium used in our batteries, and so many other commodities. And if we thought that it's only Ukraine that is in the news, then we are not listening carefully or enough, because the noise in the news is no less shrieky about our climate and the fact that we have already passed the 11th hour if we wish to save our Mother Earth and, of course, ourselves from incinerating. Alarming? Of course. But again, I'm not an expert on climate change. But I do know, like all of us, that we have abused our Mother Nature, felling trees, waging devastating wars, and dividing the people of the world into those who have so much more than they need and those who are dying from want. We also know that three countries, admittedly large countries, Russia, Ukraine and the United States of America between them, supply the vast majority of the wheat that the rest of the world needs. We also know that apart from North Sea oil and gas, as well as that produced in the USA, all our resources of these essential fuels are under the control of despots, dictators, or small states governed almost entirely by single-family hierarchies. Is this all fair? Well, it is, in my opinion, fair. As long as we fight useless wars like that in Yemen or Syria or Sub-Saharan Africa or Myanmar and so many other places around the world. It is fair when poverty-stricken people in North Korea find the resources to produce long-range missiles and even nuclear warheads. It is fair as long as large swathes of the world are governed by duplicitous and corrupt leaders, heading failed governance systems and inefficient or even absent planning for the welfare of those they purport to serve. The world's natural resources are plentiful, with science, technology and rational use, these resources would be endless. But sadly, irrationality seems to be the order of the day. Waste, greed and selfishness are everywhere for all of us to see. Misery, disease and starvation are also there for all of us to agonize upon. This cannot go on. The world has, in my humble opinion, three choices. Abuse and end life on earth as we know it, or rationalize and correct as quickly as possible so as to start the restitution of order and equitable life for all human inhabitants of this earth, or to consider the lesser objective of rationing. By this I mean that an international system to be established to apportion the present world resources so as to satisfy the people's needs and curb overindulgence and unfair distribution. But please, my dear listener, do not assume that I am proposing some sort of communism, but rather a system whereby all nations should strive to improve on everything they are doing at present and allow that international arrangement to provide the safety net where it is evident 
that urgent or temporary measures are needed to help. After all, is this not the system of social economic care that is operative in civilized countries such as our own United Kingdom here? Why not have a similar system internationally, agreed and heartily accepted by all, not imposed by force or coercion? Please, my dear listener, dream on with me, but also pray with me, that rationality, goodwill and equity will sometime reign over this world, and the sooner the better. Goodbye.